There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 80 of Sci-Fi Talk in the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode three of season three of Dark Matter. Okay, that's a lot of threes right there. Yes, it is. <laughs> One more and I'd get worried. Yeah, right. That's when I start stumbling. All right, well, you have ratings news for this episode for this season. We brought in a 0.17 in adults 18 to 49 and 0.662 million viewers. Ranking at 53rd for the evening of cable shows. Nice. Numbers jumped up immensely from the premiere. Well, I think it makes a difference. Like, a lot of people, I didn't realize when this was coming back, and we had talked about this. Like, I thought it was the next week anyway. So when people start realizing it, it's like, ah, crap, my shows are back. Right. So they're really, like, get into it. All right, Steve, let's talk about episode three, shall we? All right. Welcome to the revolution. The Raza crew become involved in the independent struggle of a colony owned by Target Corporation. After an explosion kills the colonist leader, Six negotiates with the security guards, convincing them to leave peacefully to avoid a full-scale rebellion, but a faction of colonists double-cross him and attack the security guards anyway. When the bloodthirsty general of the anti-corporate rebellion arrives to assume leadership of the colony, and incorporate it into his movement, Six shoots the general. Six then decides to leave the Raza and remain on a newly independent colony, feeling he can do the most good there. He is replaced on the Raza by Adrian, the former assistant of Tabor Kalchek, and his bodyguard, Solara. Meanwhile, the android discovers that Sarah's consciousness is preserved in the ship's computer, and Rio sends mercenaries to take back the blink drive. That is the longest explanation we have ever gotten of an episode. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> that explains it. Yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, there was a lot of stuff happening again, and there were some surprises for me. Yes, quite a few surprises. Uh, let's talk about the just the opening scene. Yeah. That you have, oh my gosh, which, I can't remember, which corporation was suddenly there and targeting this planet. And Ferris. They, thank you, Ferris. And they shot off a nuke. Yeah, they were going to take out the whole freaking thing. That's pretty messed up. Colony and all, yes. Extremely messed up. And, well, hey, the Raza happens to jump in, destroys the nuke, and, you know, Ferris Corp runs away. But that's when we have our people who have to get down because they have a call from, who do they think they have a call from? Tabor. Yes. Okay, so they're like, all right, we have to get down. And security's like, um, we're on lockdown. And I love it because she's like, yeah, that wasn't a question. No. That wasn't a request. <laughs> we're coming. Just back off. We just saved your butt. So we get 
our crew on the ground, and we don't get Tabor there. No. Yeah, what was with that? Uh, as soon as the war broke out, he went to hide. He took his money and ran, huh? Yes, he did. But apparently left a lot behind because apparently Adrian has all of the information. Yeah. Which I'm kind of surprised Tabor wouldn't have taken with him. Or do you think it was like, a, I gotta go now, I don't have time to grab all my stuff? Right, I think that it was, for Tabor, it was get out of there now because this place isn't safe. Okay. And, uh, yeah, how does he have all of that information on the Raza? I mean, Tabor must have had really... really question, yeah. Unless he had super detailed notes, because they're talking about what, uh... Oh, Ghost Rider apparently is coming past my house. <laughs> Tabor, well, the new Tabor, Tabor 2.0. Yeah. Apparently knows about the original crew of the Raza, which really? I'm like, wait, I don't even remember talking about this. No, this came out of left field, out of nowhere, and Five was just kind of looking at him like, what the hell are you talking about? Right, because, what, Boone, Rio, what, so Rio has been there for a while. Yes. And some other guys named Shriek and Jasper. Who are these people? Why don't we know? And has Android been there the whole time, and why hasn't she ever said anything then? Or have we just thought not to ask, because... We assume that this crew has been the crew. Right, because they woke up without their memories. Well, I had my memories, but I don't remember <laughs> if we should have asked about this or not. Yeah. <laughs> I just assumed that that was always two. Oh, I'm like going to screw up these numbers now. Hold on. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four, five, and six. Yeah. Well, no, because I knew five wasn't there the whole time. Right. And when you snuck on and six one wasn't came there. on, right, and six. And. Yeah, and one two, was three, newer. And, right, so, two, three, and... Four. Yeah. Two, <laughs> I was like, four. wait, I need a diagram. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... Because they had talked... Even when they got their memories back in that one episode, it seemed like it was always those three. Right. So that's why it was weird. Or do you think he's, like, throwing that out and like, oh, yeah, I know this, but saying it to the one person who he knows would not know anything. About right. the former now that that's very possible because Five asked him, you know, what happened to him, and he goes, "Well, I think it was Portia." Hmm. Interesting. I mean, we and, we know that five. No, wait, <laughs> I'm gonna screw up the numbers again. Four. Wait, four is Rio. Crap. Yeah. Three. Damn it. Yeah. Boom. Yes, boom. <laughs> okay. All right. Next week, people. I swear, I will have a list so I figure out which one's which. <laughs> <laughs> but we knew that he had a different crew at one point. Right. But we don't know. I mean, I don't remember them saying the timeline. They may have, like how long he's been running with Porsche. Right. Well, we kind of have his timeline. He was with his crew. He's got left behind or whatever it was that happened. And that's where he met Sarah. Okay. That's right. And then I think shortly after that, he ends up on the Raza. Okay. Yeah, I'm wondering. At least that's who my these, assumption. I'm wondering who these people are, and if we'll find out. Right, and could it only be Adrian trying to plant some seeds of dissension so the crew rises up against two, that's so he can take over? Interesting. See, I don't feel like he is quite strong enough to take over, but his bodyguard, on the other hand, and right, Solara may be. 
Especially because she says she's special. She was an ex special op. And she's like, did you read my resume? He's like, I skimmed it. It was. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I totally skimmed through stuff. So if a resume is that long, it's like, oh, okay, you're hired. Yeah. (laughs) So we'll see if she's our new muscle. Okay. So again, so much happening. Take us into the main portion. All right. Of course, they were called there by what they thought was their handler. Find out it wasn't. Now, the workers um, want their freedom, and six agrees, two doesn't. Which was a little surprising. And not really. You don't think so? No, because she's still dealing with feeling like she failed at EO7. Yeah, but- Even though the crew survived, they didn't complete the mission and save the station. And everybody died and, you know, all these people died and she didn't, wasn't able to save them. So, and she even says that we make lousy heroes. She's got this mental thing that she's got to get over with trying to be a good guy that you don't always win when you're the good guy. That's true. And we already know that they're better than a lot of the bad guys out there. Right. Then we get a, Explosion in the factory that kills three of the workers, including their leader, Zim. And they, of course, think that it's the um, soldiers that did it. I believe this was all a very elaborate setup. Oh, yeah. At first, I was thinking it was just actually an accident. Because they said that they've had really crappy work conditions and they've been complaining about safety forever. Exactly. So I thought it at first it was actually just an accident and, you know, bad timing. But we do find out that mm, things aren't always what they seem. Exactly. So, of course, Six convinces the, the group to let him try a peaceful solution. So he goes in and talks to the soldiers, gives them the argument that why is he even on either side? He came unarmed. He's just trying to... Help everybody get along. And plus, he's like, we could have just let you die. Right. Or if I was on their side, why didn't I just bring my ship and blow you the hell up? Well, you know what? I think those are very valid points. Yeah. And the head of the guards agrees. So they're about to go leave to announce that, yes, the soldiers are going to leave and ambush. I was pissed. But then at the same time, when we see how easy it is to walk up there, I'm like, what? what is this? Do you not have guards posted anywhere? Right. Because it just seemed like, oh, well, I can just come around this corner and there you are. <laughs> and once again, weird. a very conveniently placed sabotage. Yes. But why would he put himself in there? Because, you know, you don't even know how good of a shot these guys are. And he was really close to that security guard. Right. I don't know. I think it was, you know, obviously a stupid move on the, well, they're not, the colonists. Right. And it's just this random group. And that you knew that one guy, he was just so hard-headed. I mean, hot-headed, I should say. Hot-headed right. and hard-headed. That you knew mm-hmm. he was going to do something stupid. Right. I don't know. I I wasn't happy. I wasn't trusting them. Not at all. So, of course, the leader of the soldiers is the one that gets killed so they end up with their hothead mm-hmm. leader and so they uh tie up six and leave him there but nothing so mundane no <laughs> not at all 
They tie him up and have him basically rigged to explode. Now, I thought this was, like, crazy that this was going to happen. You know, they're like, all right, wait, we got to get him out of here. But they cut the scene, they cut away, and you see the explosion. Right. And this was right as the security team is, like, there by the colonists and they're rounding him up. And Five is up with Tabor 2.0, and they're kind of hiding, right. and she can't hear, nobody's answering her. And I'm watching this going, there's no way, right? Yeah. There's, I mean, did they just be like, you know, we'll cut you out, but you got to run on your own. We're going to go wait over here. I just kept thinking, no, they wouldn't do that. There's got to be some way. And I could not figure this out. But then, like, it didn't dawn on me that Solara was, like she said, ex-special ops. So she probably had a way to do it. Right. But I, I got mean, a little worried. She's the one who stopped two from tripping it to begin with. Yeah, but I was still Otherwise, a little worried. Otherwise, it all went boom or splat. Yeah, however you want to figure that would have happened. Right. There's enough boom to take us all to Jesus. So they go back, they they take over and get the the guards out of the way. Right. And they're like, this they... is not what we're doing. I gave you the choice. We're still doing that. And then that hothead was still trying to get a gun. Right. Because Six is like, really? Really? You think you're going to do that? He had a really good really face. Yes. <laughs> I think it's about on par with my really face. <laughs> and that's saying a lot because I give that face so often. So, <laughs> so often. You guys can ask my co-host, Jess. She works with me, so she sees the face a lot. And apparently I taught it to her child. So, <laughs> sorry. Hashtag not sorry. Anyway, <laughs> so it's like, great. Everybody's happy. We're taking off. This is all going to be great. But not so much. Right. Because the person Six absolutely despises the most decides to walk in. Oh, yeah. And say that he was invited. Yeah. And, oh, who invited him? That hothead. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't even bother to learn his name because he was irritating me. He was a hothead that was a big jerky McJerk face. So that's his name today. Sorry, whichever actor played you, I hated your character, so you did an awesome job. This general, so have we encountered him, like, more than once? Or was it just this one time? Like, Six seems to know him. No, 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 Six knew him. This is the same guy that basically had Six kill all those people when he was G.A. Oh. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Ugh. See, I'm, like, trying to picture him as, like, the bad guy, not in like that. Yeah, G A. Not G A bad guy. Like I was just right. like, I don't remember seeing like a bad guy come in like this before. Right. <laughs> Unless I'm just selective memory. But okay, that explains it because yeah, I just block out with the G A. I'm telling you, it's like a big black void in my memory. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the one the one woman who t- is like the leader of the colonists sends kind of like a secret message like he's killing people you need to come back and so they go back and you see him killing all the guards which okay right. that's great i'm sure that was real helpful for your cause right because now the corporation that was running that colony isn't going to like it that they lost their military men right and the fact that now you're leading by fear which is what they had to begin with right and six comes back and this is what shocked the hell out of me this episode walks back there and you have the general like 
you may not like my methods, but bam, he just shoots him in the head. Everyone that was all, except our hothead, every one of the other people who were like, yeah, yeah, I'll follow this guy, they dropped their guns and turned tail. Yes. I was like, well, that was a little surprising. Like, did you see that coming? Oh, absolutely. Knowing what the general did to Six, it was do one thing wrong and Six is going to put him down. See, I totally did not, did not see that coming. Like, we could have put money on it. Yeah. (laughs) I'd have lost hard. Yeah, that would have been like, ugh. Yeah, I crapped out on that one. But this is even more surprising because Six decides, because the girl had said something before, you're not always going to be here. We need some kind of leadership. Right. And this is why I think he decided to stay, too. He chooses to stay behind. And right there, I'm like, wait, we're losing another one of our team? Right. I don't like this. No. What is happening? We have three... Of the originals, gone now as of this episode. Not all, They're not dead. Not all of them yet. But they're gone. I, I'm not happy. I'm going to go sit <laughs> and pout and, like, have my arms crossed and just be like, nope, nope, nope. And it's not looking real good for Adrian and Solara either because Nix and the Doc didn't make it through season two, so. Uh... I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Solara at least. I think she's got a fighting chance, quite literally. Well, Nyx did too, until she was cut with a poison blade. Stupid Misaki. Yeah. Okay, well, before we get to stupid Misaki, let's talk about Android. Yes, now, Android lets two know that she has discovered an unknown program. And, of course, two wants to know if it's a virus similar to the one that they had in Season 1, which... No, it doesn't seem to be interacting with any of the other ship's programs, but it's kind of walled itself in. I thought that was really interesting then when she decides to go into and try to find the program and she's like walking around and you see somebody, you see like the hair. So I thought it was something with Portia and I'm like, what's going to happen? Because like, seriously, again, I just put blinders on because we know that we've seen Sarah. Right, because five went in and saw her. Right, but I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, how blind am I? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> because then, yeah, they discover, oh, look, it's Sarah. And then five has to say what happened. But did you think that whole time that it was Sarah or that it was something else, possibly? Oh, I thought for sure it had to be Sarah. Just me, then. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, It. we had seen... When Five went in for that brief second and saw that it was Sarah, it was in a white, walled-off area like that. So Yeah, see? That's why it kind of made me think that it had to have been Sarah. I thought it was going to be like a red herring, and we were going to get something completely different. Right. See, I've been watching too much Scooby-Doo, obviously. (laughs) That's just a red herring. So, Sarah, her consciousness was uploaded, even though she didn't make it, and now she's alive and sentient within the program. Right. I think that really, really threw Boone. Oh, absolutely. Because just the look on his face was like, well, what do I do? Because at this point, he's pretty much moved on. Yes, he has. Or as best as he can. And now knowing that he can go in and see her, is that going to be good or bad for him? Well, I have a feeling they're going to be able to 
find a way to basically put her in an android body. Oh. So he will get Sarah back completely. Oh, that would be weird, though. Yes, it would. Oh, Steve, I don't like your theory. (laughs) It makes me sad. But seeing three go in and see her alive and... Like interacting? Right. Would rip his heart out, I think, as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's so much going to happen right there. I don't even know how to feel right now. Yeah, that's going to get... All right, well, let's talk about the one who's really making us all mad. Good old Rio runs into his teacher, Teku, who informs him that Masaki is off-world discussing issues with his generals. I don't think that's the best of ideas. Shouldn't that be what Rio does? Yeah. Yeah. And I sure wouldn't trust uh, Masaki to be talking to anybody right now. Nope. Especially generals, because she could turn this around to, this could be her coup. Yeah, she's already pissed off at Rio, so who knows? Now, of course, it was nice that we, I won't call it nice, we first see him battling with this young girl, and she does really well, and he actually compliments her that she did well, and she keeps it up, she could be a member of the Guard. Oh, how sweet. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) That was really talented. Like, when she was doing all... It's like sword dancing. Like, I can't even... I know there's an actual name for it, but I can't think of what it is. And honestly, I couldn't find it because my description of it sounds stupid. So, (laughs) I know it's a thing. So, if you guys know what that is, you know, shoot us an email or tweet or something. Because I want to know. I know it's a big thing. It's so elegant. And just, like, flipping... And dancing with the swords and like all the crazy moves with, and not cutting yourself. Right. And I'm guessing not cutting yourself is the first lesson. I would think so. (laughs) Which is why I wouldn't be able to do it because I probably have stitches everywhere. But yeah, it was, it was kind of nice. And then at the same time, like, okay, is he looking perhaps for somebody to replace Misaki because he knows what she's done and he's ticked and at some point he might try to end her? Absolutely. There is no doubt in my mind that he does not trust her and would it would only take one more thing for him to just take her out. And of course that, you know, Teku basically wants him to take it out. Oh, shouldn't she be here protecting you? And he goes, no, I'm capable enough to protect myself. Yeah, I I really want her out, stupid Misaki. That's going to be my new hashtag for this, kind of like. Orphan Black, I have hashtag stupid Rachel. This is going to be hashtag stupid Misaki. (laughs) But hashtag stupid Rio. Yeah, because at the end of the episode, we see he has gathered a very motley group of the galaxy's most fearsome and formidable mercenaries, bounty hunters, professional soldiers, and assassins. I kind of wanted a Boba Fett. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or that weird droid one. Just kind of there in the right. background. It would have just been great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. He's like, okay, you're going to go after the Raza crew. I want them dead. And I want my blink drive back. But I'm like, what the hell? Right. Yeah. He he, he made it. He, the way he said it was, I want back what belongs to me. The blink drive never belonged to you. No. You guys stole it from somebody else originally. 
Right. And then basically telling them to kill the Raza crew, well, that's Masaki talking. That's one way to piss off everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like a pretty formidable crew, though. Yes, it does. They do not look like they are going to go uh, quietly in the evening. <laughs> I'm a little worried, but, I mean, they can't get rid of our whole crew, right? Sure hope not. I mean, it's getting thin as it is. Basically, I'm saying that really hopefully. They can't, right? Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm sure that you guys out there in listener land are stressing out about this probably at the same level we are. Because I cannot believe that this is happening and Rio has changed so much. Yes. Uh, well, why don't you tell us what you think? Fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, send us tweets, send us a message on Facebook. We will gladly read it here. Or if you just want to tell us what you think. What do you think? Which, which mercenary bounty hunter or assassin should have somehow been in that group? Where it wasn't focused on, just like a little quick, like, nod to you. Right. You know, I I know everybody's got thoughts on that one. All right. And you know, ratings and reviews help other people find the show. And obviously, if you're listening to us, we are very happy that you're listening to us. But I'm guessing you want to talk about this with some other people. You want to get them on board because sometimes just talking to one or two people about it is never enough for that show that you like. So make sure you tell your friends and hope, of course, you're enjoying us. So check us out, Zone. Dot com. Why did I pause? <laughs> that was dramatic effect there. Right. <laughs> Tweet along with us at FGZ Podcast. I did it right. And of course, Facebook, we're FG Zone. So Steve usually posts everything on Facebook that he finds about this. And uh, there's so much going on right now with, with the show. And all the sci-fi shows. Yes, sci-fi has been great. And don't forget, folks, unless Steve edited that out, that Sharknado 5 is coming soon. <laughs> and if we get enough requests, Steve will watch all five of them. <laughs> and then give us his re- <laughs> And then give us his recap. What a... Yeah, that was just a cold, <laughs> cold shudder down the middle of my back. And, of course, there's a new show out there, Blood Drive. If anybody's watching that, we just want to know what you guys think of it. So just shoot us a a little snippet. Tell us what you think. I'm getting really mixed reviews. I'm wondering if I should watch it. Right. Same here. Uh, Some of the stuff I saw was not so much. But we trust you guys because you are sci-fi fans. That's right. So tell us what you think. All right. So for this episode, episode 80 of Sci-Fi Talk. Oh, my gosh. Can't believe it's 80. Yeah, wow. more till 100. We're going to get there probably really quick with all these shows. Yeah, before the end of the summer. Yes. Well, for episode 80, I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Little twerps in this line of work need them most of all. <laughs> Until next time.